Chapter 6. Uncle Tom, who rose in the world. Uncle Tom, who rose in the world. Little man has been raising this to dread the visit, visits of his two stately aunts from Nantuck, the school moms, whom his mother called the girls. But on one November day, as he came home from arrival of the stage from Salem, he was met at the door by his uncle with a question. Who do you think has come? I don't know, Uncle. Rosiah? No. Brother John from Rhode Island? Esther and Martha from school? Zachary from Manalpius? Not right yet. Esther and Martha from school at Nantuck? Yes, and your Aunt Hannah and Aunt Prudence have come with them, with band boxes, caps, stuff boxes, and all. They came out of the sloop. It is time for little boys to be quiet now and keep getting picked of such things well out of sight. How long are they going to stay, Uncle? By they, he referred to his aunts. A week or more or so. This will be a still week. But I cannot keep still, Uncle. I am a boy. Little Benjamin went into the homeroom, and there he met stately aunts and school teachers. There's a good fire there, oh, a pure fire show like they're on silver, like they're silver. His aunt received it kindly, but in very condescending a way. They had not yet discovered a way, discovered any personality in the short little boy of numerous family. They aunts delighted in imparting moral instruction in the, when they saw little in little Ben, as they thought of a useful opportunity for such culture. The people in the family with the aunts from Nantuck sat down by the great fire under the shining platters, to hear Uncle Benjamin relate a marvelous story. He, every family has one wonder story, and this was the one uh, wonder story of Franklin's side of the family. Uncle Benjamin wished to the two aunts to hear this story on his side of the house. There are only one of our family in England who ever became great, and that was my Uncle Thomas, he began. Well, think of that, little Benjamin and Aunt Hannah Folger. Only one. Only one, said Aunt Prudence Folger, and may you become like him. He was born a smith, and so he is bred, for it was the custom of family that the eldest son should become a smith, a Franklin. Sit very still, my boy, my little boy, said the two aunts, and, that, and then you shall be told what happened. He was a smith. There was a man in our town, contending Uncle Benjamin, whose name was Palmer. He became an esquire. May you be, will, may, may you will become an esquire, said Aunt Esther to Ben. He became an esquire, said Aunt Prudence. Sit very still and you shall hear. This man liked to encourage people. He used to say good things of them so that helped them grow. You want to encourage the good things which one people find and help them is a good thing they say in good words. If they, if you do not say too many, said Josiah Franklin, I think that we do, do, we do too, little Ben. Well, this Esquire Palmer told Uncle Tom one day that he would make a good lawyer. Tom was very surprised. He said, I am poor. If I had anyone to help me, I would study for the bar. Then I will help you, said Esquire Palmer. So Uncle Tom dropped the hammer and went to school. And you may one day leave the candle shop and go to school, said Aunt Hester, moralizing. I hope so, said old Ben humbly. Not but but not, not but that the candle shop was a very useful place, said the other aunt. Uncle Tom read law and began to practice it in the in, in the town of town of County of Northampton. He was a public spirited and became a leader of all the enterprises of the county county. And he, people look people looked at him as a great man. Everything that he touched improved. Just think of that, said Aunt Esther to Ben. Everything he touched improved. That is the way to make success for yourselves. Help others. May you profit by this example, Ben, said Aunt Prudence, by me your cat border. He made everything better. The church, the town, the public ways, the societies, the homes. He was just a man, and he used that to say that he that the world wanted was justice. Everybody found him a friend, except he who was just. 
And at last, Lord Halifax saw how useful he had become and honored him in his with his friendship. When he died, which was some 14 years ago, all the people felt that they had lost a friend. Two aunts bowed in their reverence for such a character. And Esther did more of this. She put her finger slowly and pressly on little Ben's arm and said, It may be that you will grow up and be like him. Or like Father Folger, added Aunt Prudence, who wished to remind Uncle Benjamin that the Folgers, too, had a family history. Little Ben was really impressed by the homely story, which had now heard a second time. It was presented a looking-glass to him, and he saw himself in it, and he looked upon his Uncle Ben, who had earnest eyes, and said, Would you, I would like to help folks, too. Why can I not if I Uncle Tom did? Very proper remarks, and Aunt Esther Fairy said Aunt Prudence. Good intentions are all right, said Josiah Franklin. They do to sail away with that but them, but where will one land if he has not got to the steering gear? This is the good story, Brother Ben. Encourage little Ben here all you can. It may be that you might have become a man like Uncle Tom if you had been so squire to encourage you. The aunt sat still and thought of the suggestion. Josiah planned on his violin, and two aunts told tales of the work of their good father among the Indians, of Martha's Vineyard of Nantuck. A baby lay in Abias Franklin arms, sleeping while these family stories were related. It was a girl. They had named her Jan and called her Jenny. Amid the storytelling, Jenny awoke and put her arms to Ben. Baby takes to Ben, said the mother. The first pea person that she seemed to notice was Ben. She can hardly keep her eyes off of him. Ben took little Jenny into his arms. As Uncle Benjamin grew older, the library of pamphlets that he had sold and on whose margin to ruin the best thoughts of his life haunted him. He would sometimes hear, be heard to exclaim, Those pamphlets! Those pamphlets! Why do you think so much of those lost pamphlets, Uncle said Ben, little Ben? Hoy, Ben, hoy. Tis on your account, Ben. I want you to have them, Ben, and read them when you are old. And I want my son Samuel to have them, although his mind does not turn to philosophy as yours does. It tore my heart to part with him them but i did it for you one must save or be a slave you must kn know what it is to be poor but it is all right ben as the book of job tells us all things that happen to a man with good intentions are the, for the best good it was uncle benjamin purpose to mold the character of his little godson he had verbal ideas though although he lived before time and a great apostle of soul of education the first thing for a boy like you, Ben, is to have definite purpose, and the next is to have fixed habits to carry for the purpose like, like make life automatic. What do you mean by automatic, Uncle? Your heart beats itself, does it not? You do not make it beat. Your hustle, muscles do all the work without any thought of your part, so the stomach consolidates its food. The first thing to education is more than cultivation of memory or reason, is to teach one to do right all, right all the time. Because it is just as the heart beats and the muscles of the stomach do their work, I want so to mold that justice shall be in the law of your life, so that you to do right all the time will be part of your nature. This is the first principle of home education. Little Ben only in part comprehended this simple philosophy. But Uncle said he, what should be my purpose in life? You should have the nature of your great Uncle Tom, who loved by doing things to help others. Just as he did, the purpose of your life should be to prove things. Genius creates things, but benevolence improves things. You will understand what I mean someday, when you shall grow up and go to England and hear the chins of North Remington ring. Uncle Benjamin liked to talk to little Ben out to the sea. They journeyed so far that sometimes they lost sight of the state house, the lions, and the unicorns, in the window from which new kings and royal governors had proclaimed.
These excursions were the time that Uncle Benjamin sought to mold the will of Little Ben after the purpose he saw in him. He told them the stories of life to educate imagination and help a fixed habit. If only had those pamphlets, he said on the excursions. What will help would be to you be to us. You will never forget those pamphlets, will you, Ben?